not take. All right, let's do the stuff. You can't give me a second amazing title or a li- always a little bit Rita. Come on. Oh. It's not fair. It's not as good as the first one, though. No, but... Well, the students at Hogwarts are sorted into houses according to... Whatever that shifty sorting hat says they ought to do. I asked Dumbledore if I could be sorted. He said so. Jason. But I could get reported to the Ministry of Magic for incorrect procedure. You're not a wizard, you're a Power Ranger! Hello and welcome to Sorted. I'm Alex. I'm JD. And this is not a Harry Potter podcast, but instead a podcast about everything else viewed through the lens of Harry Potter. Harry Potter is inherently flawed and sorting even more so, but it's still fun to view characters in this way. I think that's probably the most talking I'll do in this episode. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> that's a shame because, you know, we're, we're doing Power Rangers. And so, of course, we brought in a guest. We brought Tana back, right? <laughs> Tana, you come back to do Power Rangers with us? Is that right? Are you Tana? Uh, with an English accent, yes. Ah. <laughs> hi, I'm Tanner. <laughs> Who are you really? Hi, hi, I'm Luke. I am <laughs> one of these two chuckle fucks best friends. <laughs> At the time we're recording this, Luke lives with us. By the time you're hearing this, we'll have gone our separate ways. <laughs> so, Power Rangers. Right. Tanner's well, not uh, here. Uh, no, I'm sorry, sorry. Tanner. Look, we've been saying, telling Tana to come back on. Tana wants to come back on to do Power Rangers anyway. Luckily, Power Rangers has like over 20 seasons and most of them have their own unique cast of characters. So 2021 can just be Power Rangers year where every single episode is oh, Power Rangers. No. I think you just described Alex's <laughs> literal nightmare. Go start your own podcast. <laughs> Hello Dude. welcome to Power Rangers Sorted. Oh, wait a sort minute. Just Power Rangers. <laughs> With every single character, including every single monster of the week. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Sounds excellent. Sounds terrible. It's awful. So bad. Let's never do that. No. We can, however, do Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's the first one? First three-ish. Oh. The first three seasons carried on rolling with the thing. Three and a half. Right well, two, oh, two and a half. Two and a half, sorry, yeah. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but before we get to the sorting, Luke, we have to ask you, of course... What is your house? My house is Gryffindor. Nice. I... Have... <laughs> These guys will tell you, I have, like, sort of really big himbo energy. And so I am, like, Gryffindor all the way down. You suddenly do rush into everything without thinking. Yeah. So, Luke, tell our friends at home, what is a Power Rangers... So, a Power Rangers is. It originally started as a an English adaptation of a Japanese show. I have to. Can I interrupt? By English, Please. do you, you you don't mean English? No, you no, mean no, American. American. Okay. Sorry. I, um, no, so English, that's that's English language. Yeah, I, I just yeah, like yeah. for a second, I was like, holy shit, is there something I'm missing? <laughs> as a kid, did I was, the UK get to this first? No, as a kid, I was desperate for there to be an English Power Ranger, and one season there was a character who was from London, but they're still American. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It was adapted from a Japanese show called Super Sentai. Mm. The um, 16th season of Super Sentai yeah, is where it started. Yeah, a show that had been going on in Japan for many, many years. Yeah. It was adopted in the early 90s, and it is a group of teenagers that are... With attitude. With attitude. So much attitude. They have, like, none. No. They do, <laughs> they do like, community cleanup events that they organize for their school. Yeah. Despite the fact that the intro describes them as teenagers with attitude. 
Um, so they're a bunch uh, of nerds. They are, but well, karate nerds, and they are recruited to fight the Risa Repulsa, the evil dumpster queen. Ah! After ten thousand years, I'm free. <laughs> Everyone's heard that line. Everyone, you know that line. Yeah. Unfortunately, they sort of start off as like a not brilliant team, and then they are forced it's to... It's campy as fuck. Yeah, they are forced to become, like, great friends, and through the power of friendship and teamwork, they overcome all the evils. Every single one. Yep. Apart from the ones that they didn't, because... Well... Because the show had to keep going. Yeah, that. <laughs> I'm just realizing that the most recent Power Rangers media I've consumed is the movie that yeah. came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Aside from... Like the, I think there's like one movies in the '90s with the purple guy who gave me nightmares. So, yeah, here's yeah. the thing about um, Power Rangers: there are three movies. Only one of them is canon, and it's not the one any either of the ones you've seen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's everything I know about Power Rangers yeah. is the creepy purple guy, so. and then the movie that I've mostly forgotten yeah. from a few years ago. But the same character names some of somewhat personality types. Let's talk about their personalities. Up first, we've got Jason. Luke, who is Jason? Jason is the OG, the original Red Ranger, the leader of the team, and Manamorphin Power Rangers. Yeah, he had an. He's an. That was actually pretty close. To his that voice. was pretty good. Um, Austin St. John, who is the actor who plays him, is a wonderfully, wonderfully southern-sounding man. <laughs> but he's putting on like a Californian accent in the show. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, it be California. Yeah. So. So the ca- the actors were all like close-ish to twenty when they were cast, mm-hmm. and the show was originally only going to be like one season, and it was going to end with them graduating from high school. So it was supposed to be like eighteen-ish yeah. by the end of the show, sure, maybe close to nineteen for some of them. Sure. However, when the show became wildly popular, they essentially retconned it so the characters were about fifteen at the start of the show and looked like professional bodybuilders because oh, they no. were indeed professional bodybuilders. Oh, yeah. No. Some of them have never done an acting gig in their entire yeah. life. They, like, most of them were hired because they had martial arts backgrounds. Or in Amy Jo Johnson's um, yeah. gymnastics. Yes. Yeah. That's fascinating. Oh, yeah. The actor who played Zach, Walter Jones, had never done an acting gig in his life, but he was a quite an accomplished well, capoeira. He was, a, he okay. was an accomplished capoeira <laughs> um, martial yeah. artist, and they hired him because of that. We'll talk about Zach and his both dancing and, <laughs> and karate. Later. Sure. sure. But Jason, he kind of doesn't really have a personality no. versus the thing. He's generic. I'm going to save the world. I'm the main character. There's a lot of unnecessary shouting from me. I'm going to be friends with Tommy. Yeah. You're my best friend. Even though I met you five days ago. And you've tried to kill me three times in that since then. <laughs> That's that's actually what happened, by oh, yeah. the way. He's not... I do understand that Tommy is the yes. Green Ranger. Yes. It was a villain in Joins Later. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it was just episodes, you know, Monster of the Week kind of show. Yeah. Random episodes here and there. Even the literal first episode was just one-off, and then, like, from there it was just, yep, this is what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And then they did a five-episode arc. Out like, of nowhere? Yeah. Yeah. The length of a movie, because it got so popular. But, like, the Green Ranger wasn't originally going to be a thing in the Japanese version. Do you know what else had a five-episode arc? You could say gargoyles. Fucking gargoyles! <laughs> right out the gate! Alex is still on the gargoyles the hype train. That was I'm my... not leaving the gargoyles but, hype like, train! That was where that show started. Power Rangers had 20 random episodes at first. <laughs> and apart from the first episode, they could literally all be described as filler. 
Yeah. There was no plot. Incredible. Yeah. They went went week to week, monster of the week. Random. Okay, I have a follow-up question. Go for it. Why the fuck did anyone watch it? (laughs) Okay, because it was cool. (laughs) That's why. So I actually have a pretty good answer for this, right? (laughs) Every week, like, one of the characters would sort of have, like, a spotlight episode. And they kind of gave you a little bit of backstory and, like, a little bit of context into, like, who they were and what they were about. Yeah. So... At least that the... I wouldn't consider filler. Sure, no, it, it's kind of similar to Digimon that way. It, it takes a lot of time to build up the characters. Sure, yeah. sure, but sure, like, sure. Okay, it's just telling the audience. It's not necessarily de- kind of developing them. It's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, if you, if there you were absolutely that filler, filler episodes, yeah, if you yeah. wouldn't consider that filler, then nothing in this show is filler. But it was definitely filler. Okay. Like, um, <laughs> it also they had to spend a good portion of the time sort of explaining their sort of mechanics of like their different combinations. And, like, how they work together, like, when they combine their, their weapons or their megazords and, like, all of the... How that sure. sort of functionally sure, works. Sure, sure. They had to spend at least an episode explaining why or how that worked. Yeah. Much of which would then, like, never be brought up again. Like, yeah. oh, we got the power crystals! Now we can form the megazord! It's like, cool, and so what? You could have just formed the megazord. You didn't need to have a plot point about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason's the Red Ranger. He's the leader. He's the default. Red is Gryffindor. He is a Gryffindor, very much. I mean, he's the leader of—he's the generic leader of a teen superhero team. Like, yeah, I real, I'm real curious how well the the colors are going to match up here. For what, so for what it's worth, as well, <laughs> actually, actually, actually. <laughs> so for what it's worth, as well, uh, he left. He and the next two characters on the list actually both left midway through the first season in very unfortunate circumstances. Mm. They had major fallings out with the show. The show wasn't uh, unionized at all Mm. and they were being drastically underpaid so they all got pissed. They left the show pretty much midway through filming an episode Mm. and then for a string of several episodes they were just only shown from behind or with stand-ins or recycled footage on a few occasions which was really obvious when it happened as well and eventually they got replaced they ended up getting properly written out when it was said that they'd been invited to attend a peace conference in in switzerland 15 year olds were invited to attend a peace conference in switzerland Mm. and so they went to do that because that was more important than saving the world as power rangers apparently Mm. fine it was really dumb to that point, like, it became a meme in the future. Like, you know, talk about a character, like, putting them in the fridge or on a bus. <laughs> like, par- the parent's equivalent is send them to a peace conference. Yeah. Fine. Jason did un- end up coming back, though, in season four. He became the sixth ranger of that season, the gold ranger. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, so he got to, like, swap places with Tommy, because by that point, Tommy was the red ranger. And he was a little bit more of a... Per- had a bit more of a personality then, a bit more sass to him, a yeah. bit more... I don't know, attitude. I was gonna say, did he finally, he went off to yeah. Switzerland or whatever and came back with the yeah. attitude he was Up into a peace have. conference. Fuck you, Zordon. <laughs> I still say uh, Gryffindor oh, through when and he came through. back yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 So he is the mo- I prototypical. The prototypical Gryffindor. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Uh, who's up next, Luke? Uh, next up is Zach. Zach. So okay. Zach, Zach, the Black Ranger. In more ways than one. Ah. Yeah. Parents did an oopsie in their first season where they cast the, a black guy as their black ranger and an Asian lady as their yellow ranger. Yeah. Oopsie. Yeah. Uh. There, was a, there was a lot of yikes that it, was happening in the when Power Rangers first came out. See, when, when Tommy became the Red Ranger in season four, that was, the year, that was the season that they decided to establish that he had Native American ancestry. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. It had never come up in the previous three seasons. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yep. You can't just... Yeah. And yep. yet, it did. Zach is the cool one. Yeah. Uh. He's... So, 
Yeah, he, he, he does like break dancing and he incorporates that into a fighting style. He invents Incredible. his own martial art called hip hop keto. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's that's that happened. And he teaches Alpha how to dance. <laughs> Voiced by Bill Hader in the movie, which is so weird. The, the robot that yells a bunch. Ay 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 ay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is probably the one that I have the least sure. I'm the least sure about Zach. That's fair. If I that's was fair. to, I would probably like if I were to just go off instant. I'd say Hufflepuff. Could be. His, so his main personality trait is he's cool. He gets a love interest at one point. Is he like? cool as in I'm better than everyone else or is he cool as in he's super chill and friendly yes yeah okay. yeah because that leans more Hufflepuff actually yeah when you put it like that that checks out I'm you... definitely not vying for this because black is one of the Hufflepuff colors <laughs> they've done a reboot comic as well where they've like it's done a better job than the movie did as a reboot in general it's stayed truer to the original while also being a much more mature story Sure. And in that, like, Zack is a lot more... Like, he's, like, the second in command of the team. Sure. And, like, when Tommy joins up, having been previously evil, he's the one who's like, I don't know, I don't think we should just, like, be super chill with him. Sure. Compared to in the show, where everyone's just like, yeah, friendship, woohoo! <laughs> yeah. They literally... I mean, it's a recurring experience where they all put their hands in the center and lift them up go, Power Rangers! Yay! Yeah. Yeah. He has the Masters on Dinosaur Zord. That's not a dinosaur. It's not a dinosaur. No, it's, it's an elephant. I wasn't gonna... It's a, it's a big elephant. Like, the first episode is like, You have the ancient power of the dinosaurs, such as the Pterodactyl, not the Mastodon, and dinosaur. the Sabertooth Tiger. Not a dinosaur. Literally only two of them were dinosaurs. Yeah. Which two? Triceratops and... Uh, T-Rex. Okay. Like, so obviously one of them is a T-Rex. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you know who it is. I don't have to tell you. It's gotta be the Red Raider. Obviously, it was Jason's. They've done pa dinosaur se seasons three times now, and every time the Red Ranger has a T-Rex. And yeah. there's gonna... Uh, there there's just a new one coming up. Yeah. Does he have a T-Rex again? Uh, probably. I don't know the, I don't know the specifics. I yeah. just know the next season is another dinosaur season. Also, <laughs> pterodactyls are only for girls. Yes. Oh, okay. But they're also always for girls. Despite, again... Not being dinosaurs. What's a dinosaur? We just don't know. <laughs> there wasn't a Brachiosaurus until Dino Thunder, yeah. which is just a crime because it's my favorite dinosaur. There wasn't a Stegosaurus. <laughs> True. True. Like this is the thing. They have dinosaur swords, and they don't have something th shit like Stegosaurus. They've got to have an elephant instead. <laughs> Ele Fuck you, Japan. An elephant's cooler than a Stegosaurus. Get out of my house and my podcast. I, I know you like a stegosaurus. Yeah, it's the best dinosaur. They're lame. Its brain was the size of a walnut. Yeah. <laughs> but it did have plates on it. It did have plates. It had plates on its back. And a spiky tail. It was spiky. <laughs> and Kylosaur is cool as well. Yeah, hammer tail. Yeah. Yeah. That one's at least a notch above a stegosaurus. Right. So we Zach Hufflepuff. Up next is Trini, the final of the Rangers sent off to the peace conference. Mm. She's Intelligent is the thing. So Trini is the Yellow Ranger. She's introduced as... When you've, you've got the Blue Ranger who's the geek, the smart one on the team, who t speaks in constant techno babble, and everyone else is like, what? She's the one who translates for everyone. Ah. So she's intelligent, but she's not the one who, in, say, invents a flying car. Sure. Or a teleportation sure. system. Her intelligence is used uh, for the benefit of others. Yes. And she's definitely a lot more emotionally intelligent than all of the rest of them. Okay. Well, I hear what you're saying, <laughs> but I think she's Ravenclaw. I okay. think. I okay. I actually think that she'd be a hat stall. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Uh, it had stole Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. Sure. That that just because I think she has that emotional maturity that a lot that the rest of them don't, and I think I would lean towards Ravenclaw. If if I were to like put my my mind to it, I'd say leaning towards Ravenclaw. But I think she'd be, I think she'd be a hat stall. So the question comes down to what do you think she would choose? I think Ravenclaw. Is I the, think so. Yeah. I think that's where she would want to go. I'm sorry, Alex. Fine. The Yellow Ranger is is a Ravenclaw. If this, if I were doing this by myself, they would 100% just be by colours. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, then let's talk about the Pink Ranger. Oh shit! <laughs> Amy Jo Johnson <laughs> is the Kimber- name of the actress. Kimberly Hart is the name of the. Oh character. shit! Wait, shouldn't mention uh, Trini without uh, pointing out that she- Tweet Rang, her, her actress, tragically died in a car crash in 2001. Mm. Uh, oh. Yeah, it was really bad. Like, yeah, a lot. I know a lot of the cast um, attended a funeral as well. Um, she was really well loved, like yeah. by a lot of like. Yeah. It was a. Yeah, I, I saw like a memorial thing where like a bunch of the actors from Power Rangers from the original series. So like even now, like they did like a memorial to her as like she her paving the way as yeah. the original Yellow Ranger. Yeah, um, and a lot of the Yellow Rangers since her like were in did like an in memoriam thing Aww. as like a tribute to her. Yeah, Power Rangers has an amazing community online. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> moving back to Kimberly. Now it's Kimberly's time. Kimberly is the Pink Ranger. So we had the Brainy Girl. What archetype do you think the Pink Ranger fits into? She's a girly girl. Oh yeah, she's uh, gymnast. She does gymnastics. Yeah, she's she, a fashion icon. She gets a boyfriend. Ooh, it's Tommy. It is Tommy. Oh. Yeah, but they, the, they even get to share an on-screen kiss. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. spicy. That's. I'm actually to joking. Be... That's actually kind of a big deal for this kind of show at yeah. the time. Yeah, like this is a boy show. Yeah, boys Fair watch enough. this. Fair enough. Boys are allowed to want to kiss the girls, too, is the thing. No, boys don't do kissing. No, absolutely. In the situation of the show, the boys are putting themselves in, in the boys' role, and they're like, yes, the cute girl, I want to kiss her. This I is I do allowed. know, like, Kimberly was many boys' first crush growing up. I'm sure, yeah. For those at home, I just raised my hand. <laughs> uh, she was cute and fun and peppy, but also... I think I also had a crush on Tree Trang, and... <laughs> also... <laughs> Tommy and Jason and Zach and Billy. So that says a lot about me. But not Goldar? No, absolutely not. I preferred Finster. He was really funny. <laughs> not in that kind of way. I just really liked like a go- gnome goblin. No god. He just had some spectacular one-liners and I remember finding him really funny. Um no, I had a crush on the entire cast. Yes, but Spe- specifically Kimberly in context Kimberly yeah. is like you know she was very fanciful she cute the, the show put her in that role and she wore a lot of dungarees she sure Ooh, did it's in the 90s dungaree. yeah that's like, hot shit I actually have a bit of a controversial opinion on this maybe but potentially controversial go for it I actually think Kimberly is a Slytherin okay Ooh. I well think- I can say right now she's not a Ravenclaw <laughs> the show kind of treated her like a bimbo at times Aww. it's like when they first get their Megazords and they're like oh this is such a sweet setup what a cool robot thing I've got and she, she just says nice stereo yeah. She also some of the like the one liners in the cockpits oftentimes hers weren't really to do with what was happening. It was more <laughs> of the aesthetic she, or She yeah. was weirdly the com- comic relief in that way. But yeah. She, mm. But hear me out on this one. Okay? No go for it. Slytherin, I'm interested. So I think that because of the way that she was cast, and I don't know if I'm collating this with 
her or maybe the way Amy Jo Johnson played her because I think Amy Jo Johnson is definitely a Slytherin <laughs> but that's separate but I th- we don't sort real people that's banned that's not allowed <laughs> alright sorry not allowed. Um, no I think that she had a lot of ambition which is a very Slytherin trait and I think sure. like, she from the from the get go she no, was like uh, she, uh, she knew what she wanted to mm-hmm. accomplish coming out of high school like she very, had these very clear goals of who she wanted to be and what she mm-hmm. wanted to be. She was like big into her gymnastics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so season three, which uh, her actress decides to leave the show, and like she's still on good terms. She's just decided it's her time to leave. Is the thing. So like they actually get to write her out properly and have like episodes about it, and they have a big build-up storyline where they introduce a new character called Cat. She can transform into a cat. Yeah. Okay. She's the second person after Tommy to have been mind controlled by the villains, and she's trying to infiltrate the team. Instead of like being bombastically out there as evil, she's trying to infiltrate the team, but she ends up falling for Tommy. Uh, oh, and no. she becomes friends with them, and blah, blah, blah. They free her from mind control, and Kimberly ends up giving her her power coin when she's been invited to gymnastics competition in, I want to say, Australia? That sounds right. So she, like, she chooses to leave because she wants to further her career. Sure. Zon makes the point of like, I never wanted being a Power Ranger to come in the way of your own life and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, sure, but she is putting her ambition and her goals above saving the world. And like, you know, other people can take over, but that's what she decided is important for her to go and do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that take. That's cool. Kimberly's a, uh, nice. a Slytherin. Nice. I love a peppy Slytherin. Yeah. 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 I do too. I don't think, to be fair, if you watch just like the first couple episodes, you probably wouldn't put her there. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. it's the character Maybe. development by the end yeah. of it. And, and that's the kind of like holistically looking at, because obviously I know the characters through all the seasons, so yeah. I have to look at it from that lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, you, you're right, you're right. So up next is the best character. Objectively, just like Izzy is the best character in Digimon, it's ah. my boy Billy, <laughs> Billy the Blue Ranger. Who we're not specifically talking about the, the reboot movie, but Billy in the reboot movie when they made him openly autistic, like was very good. Yeah, freaking amazing. One of the best. To it so hard. He is easily the best thing about that film. Yeah, easily the yes. best thing. I mean, he was, yeah, he was the heart on that team. So Billy, yeah, it was real good. Billy in the original run is played by David Yost. He's the nerd. He's hmm? Does he have glasses? Yes, of course. Good. In the original movie, he doesn't wear those glasses because the actor obviously doesn't need those glasses. And I think he does start to wear them less during some of the later episodes, maybe? Definitely not in the movie. Did contacts exist in the 90s? (laughs) (laughs) I've never had to... Awkward (laughs) silence. I've never had to wear ocular, um, like... Ocular enhancements? Yes. That's the kind of thing that Billy would call glasses. (laughs) Well, I mean glasses... They definitely did because, like, my mom's born... Like contacts, like most of my. Life. I know my mum had some nerd ass glasses in the nineties. So. Well, everyone was a nerd in the nineties. Uh, contact lenses were invented in eighteen eighty-seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. not nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah. Dang. What 18. were they made of? <laughs> I don't know. Glass. glass? Probably glass. It's probably like where, where they probably weren't exactly commonplace. Yeah, they also yeah. probably hurt like hell. Yeah, that sounds bad. That sounds bad. <laughs> they old. Okay. Older than I thought. Anyway. But he's a nerd. Yeah. Big, like, Here's the thing. Korea nerd. You know, yeah. In one of the early episodes, he goes to Jason and says, like, I want to learn karate so I can defend myself from the bullies. Thing is, he's ripped as fuck. <laughs> yeah. They constantly put him in these baggy clothes because the actor is already, you know, a martial artist by trade. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's fucking jacked. And they just have to hide it. 
and it's the funniest thing. Like I say, in the movie, he then gets to like wear like a sleeveless jacket, and you can see his fucking giant fucking guns. Yeah, he's he's great. Incredible. In, in episode two, he gives them he gives everyone a wristwatch communicator that he invented himself. Oh. That can communicate with their their base, and also by accident he patched into their base, and now they can use their communicators as teleporters. Yeah. He's 15 and he's invented teleportation. On accident. Yeah. I love 90s bullshit technology. <laughs> the best. In a later episode, when they get locked out of the command center, he's just like, oh, well, we can fly there in my car because I made a flying car. Yeah. Do you have a license? <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I never even thought about that because, yeah, when that was introduced in the show, he would have absolutely have been intended to have been close to 18. Yeah. Okay. No, but, you didn't have a license at 18. No, but he wasn't, though, is the thing. Because they had to oh. reckon that. His character then graduates early at the end of season four. Okay. So how old do you think he was when he had a flying car? 15. Well, like I say, if he graduates early at the end of season four and three and a half years earlier he had a flying car... You, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. do the maths. I see, I see. The car was called Radbug. He's probably, he, he's probably too young to drive. Probably. And... The, but technically do you need a driver's license if your car isn't driving on the road I don't know ask Ron Weasley Mm. he was 12 who's letting these kids in these cars (laughs) I am 27 years old (laughs) are you about to say that you can't drive (laughs) I just had a birthday (laughs) I'm 30 and I can't drive you just had a birthday and turned 27. Okay, I you was were right. right. I was right. Oh my gosh. I had a moment where I was like, shit, am I 27? I just had a birthday. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, and turned 27. You were 26 before that. <laughs> I am 27 years old and I am terrified of driving. Alex is 27 years old and she still doesn't know how to count. I don't. And I hate driving. It's so scary. I'm 30 and I never learned. <laughs> Yeah, me neither. I'm 29. Who is letting these kids drive these cars? I don't know. He invented it. No! He is frequently associated with just, like, there are episodes, like, dedicated to inventing dope shit that gets turned into monsters. Like, they turn his inventions, like, like... It, like weird bullshit sorcery, like, just turns his inventions into, like, the monster of that week. that's sad. Also, yeah. Billy is a Ravenclaw. Yes. Like, had that rant, had that rant to get to the point where he's the simplest character to sort. He nerd, he invent, he Ravenclaw. Also blue. Also so blue. blue. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Power Rangers did it first. Man, the author just stole her ideas from Power Rangers. Damn. I nearly said something then that I know would have, like, pissed a lot of people off, and I wanted to say it so bad. Do I it. can edit it out. What yeah. was it? I was gonna say, oh, you you was like stuff from Pat Ritter. I was like, and Tolkien. Sure. Fucking say it. She's like, yeah. this is not a pro. She who must not be named. No, I know. Yeah. I just, I know. I we do not. Just for minor context, for I'm a massive Lord of the Rings fan. So anytime I can like shit talk anyone for like <laughs> stealing stuff from Tolkien, I try and do it. I mean, Tolkien stole all of his ideas from Shakespeare. Yeah. Equally true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how writing... Yeah. The author also <laughs> stole all, all of her ideas from the worst witch. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Harry Potter yeah. would be Here we go, better if it were Power How's hot take? I don't know shit about Power Rangers. Can we change our podcast? <laughs> this is sort of not a Harry Potter podcast. And it, it's no longer in any way or form a, power, a, a Harry Potter podcast. Now we sort people 
into their Power Ranger color. I'm here for it. Dude, that sounds so good. What do you mean? House hot take. Harry Potter would be better if all the characters had morphers. Yeah. I mean... Obviously. Wait, I that's don't not a house hot take. That's sorting it out. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know shit about Power Rangers again. But you right. <laughs> You're not wrong. Real life would be better if I had a morpher. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. So let's... On. I don't know about you, but I wanted to be a parent just so bad. I, I mean, I yeah, obviously. <laughs> I was so bad. I made up so many of my own teams as a kid. I, yeah. I would make like... Uh, spreadsheet where I'd be like along the topic be the name of the ranger and that would be their colour and their zord and their weapon and <sighs> I, I definitely got into that kind of thing like later on when there were more variants and like mm. I kind of had like some context and I'd be like okay cool yeah. this dude had that thing she had this yeah like I did that right. all the time let's talk about a greedy bitch though sure a greedy bitch who has like five morphers wait are we talking about the any. author again <laughs> <laughs> no, she she doesn't have any morphers. Oh, no, good. I'm, I'm calling you out, author. You don't have any morphers. No morphers Suck for on you. That. No morphers for transphobes. <laughs> yes, that's incredible. <laughs> I fucking love it. Oh. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> right. Oh. So Tommy Oliver, Tommy Oliver, Thomas. My boy Tom. So he's the Zuko. Jason David Frank. Who? Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason David Frank. He has my initials. JDF. JDF. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so obviously introduced as the sixth Ranger. Almost talked about it earlier. Like the Super Sentai that this was based on had never done this concept before of introducing a, a new team member later on. Mm-hmm. When Power Rangers became wildly successful in the West, like they had the idea then to be like, well, we want to have a new character come and join. Like, a new cool character. Like, can you add a character to yours? And they're like, fine. So they added the sixth ranger, who was green. And it became wildly popular and successful. Tommy is what skyrocketed Rat Power Rangers into popularity. To the point, like, Japan now does that in every single season. At least one <laughs> new character. Sometimes several. So it's like, Dino yeah. Charge. Yeah. Forget fuck Dino Charge, the fucking constellations one. Oh my god, yes! They started with five characters, but by the end there are twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, I love it. So Tommy's the cool new he's the new kid at school. He's also really good at karate. He's just like Jason, but better. Oh. Yeah. And Kimberly's got a crush on him. Oh. He is also evil when he joins the show. Well, not immediately. But okay, then like at the end of the episode yeah. in which he joins. He joins the show and like spars with Jason. And then Rita, watching from the moon, where she lives, <laughs> with her telescope, sees like, ah, oh, he's so good, he can fight Jason. I'm gonna give him a morpher so he can fight Jason, because I've got this morpher that I haven't mentioned for the past 21 episodes. Don't worry about it. And so she turns him evil and brainwashes him, and then there's a five-episode arc, and then by the end of it, he's good. And then... Break it I can, I, okay, again, let me reiterate, I don't know shit about Power Rangers. I can almost guarantee that this would have been my favorite <laughs> yeah. character. Yeah. He, um, to be fair, Jason love, is a... a not, uh, Tommy is a lot of people's favorite yeah. character. I, I love, I love a, a villain turnaround. So towards the end of the first season, though, they had to start making excuses, because the Japanese ca- counterpart had died. So they had to make excuses like, oh, he's late to the fight because he l- took his morpher off while he was having a shower or some bullshit like that. And so he would often miss the beginnings of fights and just show up for the end and be the cool... He would ride in on a white steed to save the day. Da, 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 da. He had a horse? No. no, but he did have a dragon. Well, and a flute. And a, fl- a dragon is not a dinosaur. It was the dragon zord. What are you talking about? It's everyone's <laughs> favorite dinosaur. So dragons aren't dinosaurs, but dragon zords are. Oh. Yeah. 
Just put that in the pile of not dinosaur. He ends up losing his powers and leaves the team for a little while, and then he comes back in season two as the White Ranger. Oh. So he gets the cool new powers. And the first, like, it was a bit of a mystery. Like, who could the White Ranger be? And um, no, it's the most popular character in the show, obviously. They eventually started just using more of the Japanese footage by changing their costumes every year, at which point he became the Red Ranger and properly the team leader. And then he was the Red Ranger again, and then he left to go to college. And then he came back later, and now he had a doctorate. Yeah, he got a doctorate in two yeah. years. It was pretty impressive. So obviously he's into karate. Season five, he got really into race cars because that season was car themed. Then he got a doctorate and became a high school science teacher because that was a dinosaur themed season. And he became the mentor who then joined the team as a ranger again. He was the Black Ranger. Okay. Yeah. He got a doctorate, like a full on doctorate in seven years. And that's including going to college. Hold on, let me... Oh, in fact, no, because there was a there was a flashback scene at the beginning of that season to a few years pre previously when he was already working on major scientific experiments. So he got a doctorate in, like, four years max. Okay, no, you can't do that. <laughs> no. No, you can't. The timeline does not but here's the thing. add up. <laughs> Dr. Tommy Oliver can. Yeah. <laughs> when he came back for that season, by that that was by the time that Disney had taken over, they asked him to stop doing some of those, like, <laughs> things. Because they thought he was swearing when he was going, because that was like his signature sound effect. Sure. I'm trying, my brain is trying really hard to make that sound like swears. It was the Disney Channel. Overcautious as fuck. Can you. This is early 2000s Disney as can well. Can you slow it down and play it backwards? Maybe then just swear. <laughs> <laughs> you slow it down and play it backwards, it just says, Hail Lord Zed. <laughs> Dracon. So, did his... you get a house? You went on like a ten-minute rant about Tommy and yeah. all of the colors he was yeah. and stuff. Did... Well, that's the thing. So, his... do you have? Well, you wanted to sort them by their color, right? But he was green, <laughs> white, black, and red. He's what house is that? What's the green, white, black, and red house? Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. So, you want a house, though. So, at first, he is very much a clone of Jason and, like, fighty boy, and he's Gryffindor. But he does get a doctorate in four years. He is also evil for a good portion of that. This is all coming together, and I'm getting <laughs> Slytherin. Yeah, you know yeah. what? Because he must have cheated somehow to get Yeah, I am 100% sure he is a Slytherin. he's incredibly ambitious. I guess. Fine. Yeah, because you know what? He also wanted to be a professional race car driver. I am 100% convinced Tommy is a Slytherin. Sure, fine. Like, for sure. Slam that boy in Slytherin. A Slytherin is just a Gryffindor... Uh, With brains? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> a Gryffindor, but cunning. That's a house hot take. House hot take. Yeah, a that's... Slytherin is just a Gryffindor with brains. Wow, that's genuinely a house hot take. We always we have a we constantly have a hard time like finding the line between Gryffindor and Slytherin because they have a lot of overlap. Um, so... I think that might be it. For a while, it was do they fuck, but so <laughs> Hermione Granger. Absolutely a Slytherin. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Mine should have been a Ravenclaw, honestly. Well, yeah. Probably, yeah. Point. She was near enough a hat stall. But yeah. for plot armor, she had to be a Gryffindor. Yeah. Same for McGonagall. <laughs> yeah. McGonagall was also a hat stall. Uh, yeah, no, she was, but she was like definitely a genuine, a, a genuine plot one, hat stall. Yeah. yeah. Right. We've got one more entry in the main characters list because there had to be one more entry. Even though the one more entry is two characters. Who we got, Luke? Balkan Skull. 
They had their own theme music. Oh as like the they were like the comedy. They were comic relief duo. Comic relief bullies. They were but yeah. They were introduced as bullies. So Team Rocket. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. But like it's like Team Rocket would occasionally be like the main problem in that episode. Sure, right? sure, sure. These sure. guys were never the main problem. They were never a problem. Right. No. <laughs> Quite often they ended up with cake on their face. Yeah. So one of them was Literally obviously. Or... Yes, actually, okay. yes. Oh yeah, no, almost every episode. Oh. Yeah. It was a running gag. Excellent. But like they also had like the um sort of goth aesthetic, like especially punk. skull. Punk, yeah, punk Very aesthetic. Punk. Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh yeah. like the like the skull ring and yeah. like all I the mean, black like leather. Black cl- choker. Yeah. yeah. So they went by the names Bulk and Skull, which you think are just silly goofy nicknames, but no, because it's Farkas Bulkmeyer and Eugene Skullovich yep. are their full names. Holy shit. <laughs> Gotta love the fucking 90s, right? Those, <laughs> those are some incredible D&D character names. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Uh, Bulk, in particular, has been in more episodes than any other Power Rangers character. More than Tommy. Skull is second, and Tommy is third. Because when all those Power Rangers left the show... They stayed. They stayed. They were main characters for the first full six seasons. Bulk was technically billed as a main character in the, in the seventh season, but appeared in three episodes. <laughs> He's still mad about it. <laughs> why? Why bring him back? So, uh, super brief rundown of their entire arc is the thing. So, season season one, they're just boys. Season two, they start becoming interested in investigating the identities of the, of the Power Rangers. Um, season three, they join up with the Youth Police Academy, Academy. something. Yeah, mental. This is fine. This is Captain. the nineties. Yeah. A cab does not apply here. Okay. Yeah. Rebooting it, this wouldn't happen. Absolutely yeah. fucking not. In fact, in the comics, I believe they they do like a YouTube news show about the Power Rangers. I love that. Yeah, they build, they build on like the season two. That's very yeah. Alia's lady blog. Yeah. yeah. To be fair as well, they they only did that to try and impress girls. And then they get fine. That's they, a valid reason. They get like a, their supervisor's Lieutenant Stone, and many episodes of them like. It's like Alvin and the Chipmunks, he'll like <laughs> scream at them because they've goofed stuff up kind of thing. Uh, Season four, they're still there, but then they end up, Lieutenant Stone ends up getting fired. I forget why exactly. I think Bulk had a crush on the chief of police's daughter or something and they kept on goofing around. Then Lieutenant ends up getting fired. They quit in protest in solidarity with their lieutenant. Hmm. Yeah. And then they ended up going with him to start up a private eye agency. Yep. Then their boss ended up taking over the youth center. Season five, first they were briefly monkeys. Yep. Then they were turned invisible. And then they started acting like these new characters that replaced all the old characters had always been there. And then in season six, they started working with a space guy, like a mad scientist. Mad scientist, dude. And then in the final episode of season six, which had originally been thought to be the end of the show, the villains had basically worked together to take over the known universe Mm -hmm. and had flattened Earth resistances and the par- well, uh, the parents are in hiding. Answer the question. I'll get to it. I don't need the all villains this appear. Info. No, it's really good. You're <laughs> spoiling possibly my favorite moment in the show. <laughs> so the villains appear on a rooftop and are like, "Who are the parents? If you give us the parents, the rest of you will be spared." And so Bulk steps forward and says, "I am the Red Ranger." Skull follows. I'm the Black Ranger, and like the rest of them join in. Oh no, I think he doesn't. No, because the the mad scientist guy says he's the Red Ranger. He says the Blue Ranger. But Skull says the Black Ranger, and then like everyone in this giant crowd of people is going, "I'm the I'm a Power Ranger." It's like a Spartacus moment. That's nice. They're hiding them. Yeah, 
And then when the Power Rangers do show up, they start taking on this giant army. Bulk and Skull are the ones leading the charge of the civilians. They're like, well, let's get in there and go and help them. And they completely turn their characters around. They start as high school bullies and became heroes in their own right. It's fucking incredible. Bulk and Skull are the best Power Rangers characters. In the... Do either of you have a house? I don't know. Skull's actually very intelligent. He's He's like a classical pianist. Okay. Also ends up wildly successful. Also ends up wildly successful. Is he Slytherin? I think so. I guess. I was kind of leaning Ravenclaw, but I guess he's Slytherin. He started like a complete moron, but yeah, grew up. Sure. He's Slytherin. I have a a theory about that. I think he played up a lot of his, like, dumbness because he had a very much dominant relationship with uh, bulk kinky no not in that sense like <laughs> no in, the, in the power dynamic is like mm. he was very much the sort of underling the, the underling so yeah. i think he played up a lot of his like dumb tendencies when he didn't he wasn't actually dumb because he does okay. often like say like some stuff and bulk will look at him and it's like oh shit that was really intelligent when it's found out that he's a classical pianist it turns out he's been hiding it from bulk because he doesn't want bulk to make fun of him yeah sure and then he ends up like putting on a performance and bulk gives him a standing ovation oh it's very cute they're fucking brilliant i love these two bumbling idiots i actually think bulk is a gryffindor yeah yeah like Why? he's brash and loud and I feel loud as a Gryffindor trait. <laughs> no, like, you're not wrong. I'm not, like, discrediting you. You are correct. But, like, also, as his character progresses, he does become, like, kind of a leader, but, like, a leader of the people. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, his natural sort of ownership of that role of being, like, the front and center of attention is a very Gryffindor trait. Okay, but hear me out. I want to put them both in Hufflepuff because they're bumbling idiots and I love that. Of course you do. <laughs> I mean... Clearly they're not... Just bumbling idiots, though. But I love them. You can love them regardless of their idiotness. I would concede that that bulk is probably more a Hufflepuff than yeah. Skull. Yeah. Like I would concede that, but I I think Skull is not a Hufflepuff. Fine. I agree. I I from your your um argument saying that like he was sort of hiding his intelligence to sort of fill a role like that feels very Slytherin to me. Sort Fine. of like pretending to be someone you aren't necessarily. To okay, but they've got that in. good Hufflepuff Slytherin best friend dynamic. Oh, one hundred percent. Hell yeah. Skull in Slytherin and Bulk in Hufflepuff. Yes. I love that combo. Yeah. Me too, because I love Bulk and Skull so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they got their own theme music. It was so good and so bad. It's wild. It's excellent. I think it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. For the lightning bolt round. We got there. Basically. We, okay, so we all said like, it's time and like threw our arms out. And like, I really wish we had like harmonized or something. It's time. It's time. It's time. For the lightning round. This yeah. is the lightning bolt round. Please yeah. be brief. Zordon. Zordon. So he's the mentor of the team. He's a big old floating head in a tube. Uh, he's probably a Ravenclaw, I guess. He's, that adds up. He's a brain. He's described as a wizard. <laughs> and he used to be have a humanoid body. And sometimes the head in a tube is just a screen to see him. But sometimes, no, he's actually living inside that tube. Like in the, in the movie, you saw the tube shatters and he's just this weird, gross, scaly man inside. Oh, I hate it. Thanks. Luke. What house is Alpha? Uh, aye, aye, aye. <laughs> Alpha, the robot helper person who like runs around and makes a lot of noise. Alpha is a Hufflepuff. Uh, no, yes. no question. I love it. JD, tell me about Rita. Ah! 
You're giving me a headache! She's the main villain of the first season, um, and side villain after that, slash... She gets married to Lord Zed. Sure. She's generic evil. She wants to rule the world, cuz she's Slytherin. Cool. Luke, tell me about Goldar! Uh, Goldar is... Um, Rita's like main henchman. <laughs> I talk like this. <laughs> yeah, very deep gruff voice. I am going to fight. He had a big sword. He really liked his sword. Probably a tiny dick. Probably. <laughs> um, sometimes he had wings and sometimes he didn't. Gryffindor. Ah, uh, JD, tell me about Squat and Baboo. So Squat and Baboo, they were kind of more important in the Japanese version it's based on. They were like secondary henchman underlings and they didn't they occasionally did stuff but not very much squad is a hufflepuff and babu is a ravenclaw he's like a scientist but that's brought up like twice okay luke tell me about finster finster is actually like the easiest for me he creates the monsters yeah. for rita out of clay and then puts them in a machine and they become monsters cool. he's awesome he's a ravenclaw he's, oh he's very proper he talks like this oh yes oh, yeah my. Uh, that's C-3PO. Remind, he, yeah he does really remind <laughs> yeah. me of c3po <laughs> Is he a robot? No, he's, 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 he's that gnome go, go, go right, thing. Right, 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 gnome right, right, right. Ogre. Right, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, with glasses. Yeah. Yeah. And dungarees. Fucking <laughs> yeah. 90s. Uh, yeah. Janie, tell me about Zed. Lord Zed. Lord Zed is the stuff nightmares are made of. He's introduced <laughs> as Rita's boss, uh-huh. which had never been mentioned in season one. It's fine, don't worry about it. And then he replaces her as the main villain. Then he ends up marrying her because of a love potion. But then he becomes a, a bumbling husband type. Wow! What yeah. a turnaround! Yeah, no, yeah. It, it was really shitty. He ends up getting turned into a human so, by magic. So does Rita. Yeah, but Rita already looked like a human. Yeah, true. Uh, uh, wait, this is not... He's not, like, wearing a suit. That's what he looks like. That's, like, his face? Yeah. That's not, like, a helmet? No. No. The Z is just part of his head. Yeah. Yeah. He had a Z on his head. I don't know, maybe it's like getting a piercing or something. It was like a, a, a bit, maybe it was a ball originally, he had it carved. I don't know. What the fuck? Also, his like little minion dudes could be beaten by throwing things at their chest because yes. they had a Z on them. And if he hit it, they would like disintegrate. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. It uh, was, did um, you give a house? Slytherin. Generic Slytherin cool, as cool, fuck. Cool, cool, yeah. um, Rocky. Rocky comes in and replaces Jason. He's one of the three brought in to replace sure, him. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Rocky's an idiot. Rocky's a himbo. Uh, Rocky is a himbo. So I'd say probably Gryffindor. I don't know, maybe Hufflepuff. Maybe. No, I, I, he's not friendly in that kind of way. <laughs> oh, like, poor Rocky. He's not, but he's not though. He's kind of just there. Would you say he follows, follow, falls into the category of, I'll take the lot. I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as, as, that's cause, fair. Because the thing is like Hufflepuff isn't necessarily, like, yes, Hufflepuff is. Uh, it has his own traits. Has the traits, but it's also anyone, anyone else. else. <laughs> Alright, yeah, no, I, Rocky's probably a Hufflepuff. Tell me about Adam. Adam, on the other hand, is Johnny Young Bosch. Very oh, important. Oh, good, excellent. Yes, he comes in to replace um, Zach. They had this idea, okay, we've got, we're leave, losing the Black Black Ranger and the, yellow, the Asian Yellow Ranger, so let's bring in an Asian Black Ranger and a Black Yellow Ranger. <laughs> they did um, that. And like, I think... Look. I think he's got like they co- tried. He's got like Korean heritage and there's like an episode where he's got like a lantern and stuff and that's fun. That's cool. Yeah. I like when shows like 
like take the time to I don't know much about him distinctly though like he's cool he's cooler than Adam he's cool, sorry he's cooler than Rocky but that's about it I, I think like given the time they, he, I think he would have become the leader of yeah because the... he well he becomes the second in command over Rocky I would put him he's probably Gryffindor Aisha Aisha came in and replaced Trini as the Yellow Ranger she's one of the characters that I actually remember the least about <laughs> she's on the original show yeah well she's not around as much as yeah. one of the others she kind of these guys were all kind of just there, right? Yeah, like, because they were brought in to replace existing characters. They didn't really have, like, a lot of fleshed out, ca- like... They weren't, like, written in with yeah. a reason. They were just sort of shoved in because they needed the characters. Yeah. yeah. So, I think I would probably put Aisha in Hufflepuff as well. Sure. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Cat. Cat is the pink ranger introduced to replace Kimberly when she leaves to be... A uh, pro-gymnast. Pro-gymnast. She is Australian, and she is sometimes a cat, and... <laughs> What so, does that mean? So she, like, when she was under Rita's control, she could turn into a cat. She was, bri- Kim- at this point, Kimberly and Aisha, I think, lived together. They were roommates. Um, God, they were roommates. And Cat became their pet cat. There's a That's really... a little fucked up. To spy on them. Mm. There's a really awful, awfully animated, like... like transformation. No, no, no. The, the transformation is terrible. But there's a scene where... Um, I think Kimberly's walking away and you see like her eyes flash oh, through yeah. her cat eyes and it just looks so bad. The flashing. Yeah, flashing eyes, of course. You, yeah. you mentioned a transformation. I'm imagining... Animorphs? Animorphs. Yes. Thank you. I almost said zoo books. <laughs> it's very animorphs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her main character trait is she's Australian. Good. She is introduced and she gets a crush on uh, Tommy as well. And then in season four, once Kimberly's been gone for a while, she sends Tommy a Dear John letter and breaks up with him over letter because she's met someone else. And then t- Tommy and Kat start dating so we can date the new Pink Ranger. So... Ah, the 90s. Yeah. Thanks, I hate it. So I guess she's just exactly the same as Kimberly. So I guess I'll put her in Slytherin. Tanya? Tanya came in in... Zeal? So here's the thing. She's the only character on this list who isn't a, a main character in the first three seasons, but she's the only ca- new character introduced in season four. And so she appears in, like, literally the last episode of the first three seasons. House? I think she has a radio show. Ravenclaw? Sure. I think. Yeah. I think Ravenclaw. Hit it. Ernie. Ernie is the guy who originally runs the youth centre for the first four seasons, and he's, like, a side character, but he's always there. He's always ready to help. He's a Hufflepuff. Sure. Mr. Kaplan. <laughs> I'm sorry, who? <laughs> it says Mr. Kaplan. He is the head teacher of the high school. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh. Head teacher, like, principal. Yeah. Principal. Uh, Slytherin. Cool, because he's a head teacher. <laughs> sure. <laughs> all, all head teachers are Slytherins. Got that ambition. That's a household take That's right there. Also. I'm full of them. Damn. I'm gonna translate that for our American listeners. Uh, all principals are Slytherins. Sure. Actually, yeah, probably adds up. <laughs> <laughs> lieutenant Stone. So Lieutenant Stone, I mentioned him with Bulk and Skull. He's the the police lieutenant. He's introduced to supervise them, and he's like put a charge. When he's fired, he decides to become a PI. Sure, and then he takes over the youth center because it, Ernie leaves, and then he disappears after season five. Um, Gryffindor. Cool. Sure. Rito. Oh, Rito is uh, Rita Repulsa's dopey brother. Okay, I was gonna yeah. say this had better be like the male yes. equivalent of Rita. Right, so it's Rita's, Rita Repulsa's brother, Rito Rivolto. Yeah. Oh they God. have different names. Of course. Well, she's married. Not at that point. Not at that point, no. <laughs> Does Lord Zed take her name? No, they don't mention surnames. They're just Zed and Rita. Yeah. You say he's Rita's brother, but he's a skull man. Yeah. Sexual dimorphism. (laughs) 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 That's one hell of a thing. 
Well, you know, Wolf. they're clearly not humans because she's got giant pointy cone tits. <laughs> that is true. That is canon. Uh, they're all aliens. Um, yeah, he's a bone man and he's dumb as hell. Good. Uh, he's, bone man. he's probably a slither. He's, he's like generic. Could, you, yeah. say, could yeah. you say he's a bit of a bonehead? Uh, uh, yes. Did the show ever make that joke? Probably. They definitely, definitely call did. someone a bonehead. So, at the end of season three, he and Goldar blow up the command center. And then they're losing their memories. And they briefly become Vulcan Skull's live-in house servants. Excellent. And they're just like, please let us live with you. Oh, what else would we do? I'm a giant golem thing. But obviously I can't survive without bulk and skull. Yeah. What house did we land on? Slytherin. Yeah. Okay. Like generic evil dude. Ninja? Oh, well, Ninja always talks like this. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's introduced at the beginning of season three as well. Oh, he takes ninja. Well, ninja gives them their new ninja powers. Get it? Yes, yes, yes. Ha <laughs> ha! Sometimes I fly in the cloud. House. I don't want to stop doing the voice. House. <laughs> Ravenclaw. And the final character is, in fact, Ivan Ooze. The, the purple gooey man himself. I who... have your phone here, of which <laughs> like, I have already Googled an he image. He brainwashes of Ivan the Ooze. adults of Angel Grove. By throwing his purple goo at them. God, I hate him. Sometimes he sneezes and his snot turns into birds. It sure does. And sometimes he ejaculates and his cum turns the adults of Angel Grove into slaves. I don't remember any of that. I just remember his terrible, horrifying face. Also, I'll be honest, he, he... didn't ejaculate on screen. <laughs> <laughs> he... Good. Yeah, that would have been an interesting one in the cinemas. Can you imagine? <laughs> Well, I don't know. His the face lawsuits. looks like it's covered in dicks. It could have just well, come out of somewhere. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We see him sneeze, sneeze it out. Ivan Ooze is also generic as villain as fuck, and he's another Slytherin. Oh, God. I will say this, but just as like a minor caveat. Ivan Ooze has some spectacular one-liners in the film. Yeah. It's I'm like sure. the one with the bird is like, shall we take another whack? How about take another quack at it? And then blows him up and it's just feathers. I remember him being like kind of flamboyant yes, is that right he is, okay. he's wonderfully flamboyant he shows up and he's just like like having been trapped in an egg for 3,000 years or whatever you know Rita-esque and he's just like oh the things I've missed the Spanish Inquisition the, the Black Death the Brady Bunch Reunion <laughs> see that that sounds familiar to me he's yeah. then defeated by the Megazord in the Megazord Aisha hits an emergency bu a button that says like for emergency use only and the Megazord knees him in the crotch and sends him in the path of a meteor because they're in space. He's defeated by getting hit in the balls. Incredible. That's, that's so 90s. Yeah, it's wonderful. And that's Power Rangers sorting. <laughs> Luke. Yes. As our guest, our first guest once we uh, started doing this, I would like to invite you now to sort it out. Okay, I've been thinking about this. Good. Right. And to sort it out, I would introduce a fifth house. Ooh. I like that. Go on. House of Awesome. <laughs> start a so new house. a lot of okay. We're starting so a new house. We're starting a new house. And the house colours would be purple. Yes. But um, the house purple of, and the House of Awesome is purple. Colors. You've got the you've got a main colour and a secondary colour. Use like the three metals and then black. Well it's kind of an obvious one. White. White. Oh yeah. Purple and white. Purple and white. Ooh. Yeah. Very yeah. royal. 
You're very royal. Tell us about Purple and White House. It probably has a funky name. I don't know. Have one. I, I'm unlike the other houses. Yeah, very sensible names like Hufflepuff. Yeah, we can just call it the House of Awesome for the now. House of Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And that is our theme. Song. As a kid, I kind of imagine like the way it would end up ending is that Dumbledore would abolish begin- houses. No, that like after he died and stuff, they would make a, a new house in his honor because he was oh. such an important figure in the schools. So There'd be the fifth house would be House Dumbledore. That's interesting. Mm. That's very interesting. Also, he. Definitely rocked a purple case. Yeah. He had a purple case. Yeah. 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 I I'm think loving f- this back. I back. think the like first description we get of Dumbledore is him in like purple boots or something. Like That's... he's I'm pretty sure he's wearing purple in yeah. that first description. Isn't his hat his wizard hat's purple? Maybe. Something like that. He loves a flamboyant. Yeah, like, he's like hella flamboyant. Yeah. No, but um a gay icon. I, um I think that <laughs> it's... Go on, go Luke. I think that a lot of the sort of identities of the houses pigeonholes a lot of characters, right? And yeah. if you introduce... <laughs> what are you talking about? We never pigeonhole anyone. We it's naturally not the point of this podcast. And I think it doesn't allow for... Nuance. Nuance. Thank you. <laughs> and I think this house would be for, like, the nuance, the more nuance. I, I, I have a particular Harry Potter character in mind that I think... Okay. Okay, Blaise Zabini. Okay. Okay is this sort of rich kid whose mother may or may not be a black widow (laughs) and he's very often like described as the cool kid and kind of mysterious Mm -hmm. yeah but that's it that's all the context we get and that he's mysterious which is kind of a Slytherin trait but like he's not like out to gain anything and he's not trying to bully his way through Mm. school or anything he's just kind of there except in the movies where he becomes a substitute crab yes and in fan fiction where well they are incredible all the time yeah basically the house that I am envisioning is like the house of the NPC characters okay. in the story that are kind of mentioned but never really built upon like Blaze like Terry Boot no because fuck that guy Why wait not? no who am no, I thinking you're thinking of Zachariah I'm thinking of Z- yeah, yeah thank yeah, you yeah. I'm thinking fuck of Zachariah Smith yeah. like, oh, oh Terry Boot <laughs> Terry Boot yeah. Terry Boot did nothing wrong I just want to give the NPCs more screen time sure, sure. So so giving them an identity yeah. outside of like the four established houses so you make a fifth house it kind of sounds like maybe this is a house where like hat stools kind of end up going yeah yeah like, bring... like this is the house of well-roundedness <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is the house of a little well, bit of everything I don't know because that's encroaching on Hufflepuff territory sure Hufflepuff is like equality and we'll take every one yeah. and friendship and hard, but it's, hard but it, work and but Hufflepuff whatever. has also got yeah the the hard work and patience loyalty yeah, so it's, yeah. it has got its own things as well but whereas this would be more like this is the house of blatantly tolerance sure. tolerance and acceptance yeah. and open you know mindedness this is the house mm-hmm. that the outcast kids go to the ones that don't like, quite I, fit in anywhere yeah else. don't quite fit anywhere I'm thinking like Remus Lupin would have gone into this house I feel like Hermione sure. would have gone there. like in, in a version that's not just for the characters like Hermione would go there because she she's She's, with Harry yeah, and she's one not quite Gryffindor. She's yeah. not really. She fit in with Harry and one because they saved a troll together, and they were like, "Hang on, she'll do our homework for us," and that's it. Yeah, and like yeah. that's nothing. No, she deserves real friends. Yeah. I think another one who's a character that is sometimes mentioned, but he's mentioned in the context of being Quidditch captain, is Marcus Flint. Marcus Flint. Okay. And he's kind of described as a bit of a bully, but that's in the films, right? He does like he kind of like bullies on the Quidditch pitch. But then I think he does that in the books I too. I, I can I like remember, remember him like shaking Harry's hand or something, mm. and like squeezing it as hard as possible. Or maybe it was um, Oliver. I don't know. Maybe even Oliver Wood. Although I feel like like he's nah. kind of a Gryffindor. Now nah, Oliver's definitely Gryffindor. Yeah. yeah. He's a sports boy. Now yeah. Percy. Percy. Yeah, Percy. Ooh. That's really interesting. Because, yeah, I think the only reason Percy's in Gryffindor is because his family, Weasley's. his whole family yeah. is. Yeah. Like, Percy doesn't feel like a Gryffindor. No, of course he's a Slytherin. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, 
also I could see there being yeah. reasons to be in Gryffindor. So he is sort of that in between. Yeah. Yeah. So for the, for the like That's nuanced kind of outcasty characters, I feel like there should be a fifth house for them to go into. Okay. For the ones that don't fit. Sure. That's any fun. of the sort of molds that are yeah, created. Yeah. It's like, oh, you are not a single archetype distilled into a person? Yeah. This is the house for you. Unlike Harry Potter, (laughs) who is a trope, a walking, living trope. He is. He's the boy who lived. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's the chosen one! (laughs) He was their friend! That's different. Sorry. Yeah, we're just yelling. We're yeah. just doing the yelling. Twelve years of it! <laughs> just shouting Harry Potter lines now. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, well, Luke, thank you for joining us. Thank yes, you for having me. It's, it's been, been wonderful. If anyone listening would like to find you more, how can they find you? You have a podcast. I, you have Am a I allowed to plug? Like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Please plug. Well, I have my own podcast where it's kind of like a gaming nerding nerding out session with me and my best friend where we just talk a bunch of shit about nerd stuff. It's called roll of the dice we assign topics to dice and then we roll dice and we talk about those topics so where can they find that uh, wherever that, you get podcasts uh, no because we're not actually like affiliated with the network we are on my friend's YouTube channel is where we upload it okay cool okay. Yeah. Um, and it's literally just roll of the dice one word no spaces type it into YouTube and you should find it it should be the only thing that comes up cool cool as for me you can find me on Twitter at lucalulu117 in the meantime, thank you for listening to Sorted. If you agree or disagree with the error of our sorting, or if we've forgotten characters, which I sometimes forget to mention, if we've forgotten characters that you want to have us sort, send them to us on Twitter, at SortedPod. You can also find us both individually. I'm at CodenameJD. And I'm at Pichu, P-T-C-H-E-W. Thanks to Mutt Majakamo of the Wamping Willows for the theme song, the House of Awesome theme song. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network, such as... Green Mountain Mysteries. No Dice. And Them's the Facts. And while you're over there on Twitter, tweet at just me or Luke. Yeah. Ags doesn't know about Power Rangers. Tweet I don't your, know shit about Power Rangers. Tweet at us your favorite color and we'll sort it. <laughs> I can sort colors. <laughs> Colors such as red, blue, yellow, green, white, black, cyan, cyan, rhino is a color, wolf, obviously. Okay, send those colors to Shadow, platinum, Solaris Knight, titanium. Mm. Send me colors like teal, peach. Those aren't colors. (laughs) The fuck are you talking about? (laughs) That's what? Those aren't colors. And if you like shark. Crimson. That is a color. Also yeah. navy. Oh, yep. Okay, well, I, I won't sort crimson for you, but Janie will. Luna wolf. No. Which is different to wolf. Yep. Obviously. Magenta. Lilac. No. There is a purple. There are multiple purples. I well, didn't, say, though, I didn't again, say purple. There's a wolf ranger. No, um, Dino Charge. Dino Charge. Oh, okay, yeah. there's multiple she... just in Dino Charge, yeah. of course. Yeah. Beige. Bye. Bye. Lime. Puce. <laughs> <laughs> the color puce. <laughs> I'm the Puce Ranger. <laughs> oh my god, I want that so oh. bad. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Start a new house, it's called awesome. Start a new house and it's called awesome. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.
Hi, I'm Brittany, and I have a bachelor's degree in film and television. And I'm Jessica, and I have a bachelor's degree in equine studies. What would happen if we put our heads together? We would come up with the new best worst horse movie. Like a movie where a horse is the best hard-boiled detective the city has ever seen. Or a movie where horses are fighting in the front lines in a space war. We're doing just that here at Colt Classics, a new show on the Pocket Podcast Network. Join us every other Monday for good horses, bad plots, and all the bad horse movies you never knew you needed in your life.